Hey you, come here. I want to tell you something. Do you ever want to be who they want a podcast? Then all you need is Anchor. It's the easiest way to start, and it's free. It has access to tools right at your fingertips. Plus, Anchor does the distribution work for you. You heard me, for you. So all you have to do is download, record, and upload. That's simple. Join anchor.fm today and get to podcasting. Mwah. Yo, 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 podcast land, podcast land. Y'all already know what time it is. It's who they want time. The Misfits are live. And it's Artistry Tuesday where y'all know we sit down with a panel of artists that are super dope. And we feel like really need to put some spotlight on into this industry as they are working their way to climb the charts. So y'all already know I'm sitting next to the lovely, the queen, the one, the only lady Tasha in the building tonight with us. Hey everybody, how you doing tonight? You got an exciting Great. show. How are my Great. beautiful people doing? Great. <laughs> so we got we got my man 50 Grand Legend the Don sitting up in the studio with us tonight as well. What's up, bro? Good afternoon. I'm excited to be here. I hope you well. That was an intro. What an intro. <laughs> <laughs> At least we know he's happy to be here. <laughs> Ironically, okay, and we're gonna try this thing again. This is funny. It makes me so mad. Okay. okay, and Tasha, why don't you go ahead and drop who our guest is sitting in the studio with us? Yes, tonight we have on who they want entertainment. We have two fabulous, two awesome artists. Okay, first we have Kobe Montana. Okay, um, he's a, a rapper down from Florida. Am I correct? Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, yes. All right, so yes, we got Kobe Montana up on who they want entertainment tonight. Okay, and then, um, also we have Liver Club. Wait, Lee Rico the Kid, correct? Lee Rico the Kid, all right, and he's over on the west coast, all the way in Washington State, right? Yep. They're all chiming in with us from around the world and in different parts of the country. Uh, we're going to get it on tonight. They're going to um, tell us all about their fabulous music and everything and everything they've been working on as far as their career and their artistry. And we're just excited to have them here. All right. And then also, as an additional co host, we got Legend Begone. Uh, I think the CEO in, um, introduced him earlier, but we had a little technical difficulty. So he's back up here with us. I'm back. Okay. I'm back. He back. I'm very excited. I'm very excited for tonight. Very excited. We excited too. All righty. So uh, let's go ahead and get this started. All right. So um, basically, I'm gonna, um, this question is going to go before, um, to both of you guys. Okay. And I'm going to start with Kobe first. Just tell us about, you know, about where you're from and what your music is about. All right. Let us, you know, let this audience get a little intake from the inside scoop All right. Who first? Me? Yeah, you probably, uh huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, all right. Cool. Um, I'm from Florida, grew up Florida, by the way. Gaston County, born and raised. Uh, um, I started doing music at a very young age. Um, but I, but this year, I just said I'm gonna go all the way to the top with you know, like, I'm gonna give it my all. Um, I started out. 
playing drums in church. You know, this how the, the music thing started. My mom, she, she was always singing in the choir. And um, music been a part of me all my life. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, it's your, it's your, I'm really going in. Um, Fake Love was my first song that I did this year. And I'm getting a lot of plays from it, you know, and it's really amazing to me, you know, and I appreciate everybody that's been vibing with me lately, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so you started off in a church. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, hey, that's the best I way to start, you know, because you, you yeah. need that, that faith and, you know, them prayers and stuff, you know, and yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the place to get the motivation from is in the church. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You say you started off with your mom, so um, right now you're doing um, what type of like, like what what is inspiring inspiring you right now to do your tracks? Like what type of um, tracks are you most likely like getting into and whatnot? Right. Like um, storytelling, like you know they're telling a the life story of yours, your background, what happened to you in life, things you've been through. Yeah, that's that's mostly what I speak on, but I can you know switch it up a little bit. But um, lately I've been dropping tracks like based on my pain you know like things mm-hmm. i endured growing up stuff like that and i might go vibe out with my cousins or something you rap about mm-hmm. flashy stuff you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but but i'm mostly like into rapping about my pain and stuff like that okay all right. Yeah. So, uh, I guess you've just been through that. Some things going on in life. And now you're yeah. getting it out of your music, huh? Yeah, that's how, that's how I let my pain out. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Well, that, the, 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 the best, that's the best thing that the best way it comes out, too. Yeah. Everything. So, um, I'm going to go over to Lee Rico, the kid. Okay. Um, tell us a little about you. You know, tell us what's going on over there on the West Coast. You in Washington State. And everything, yeah. you know, um, you know how you got started in the music game. Yeah, so um, yeah, I've, I've probably been like in the game for a little bit. I've been out here in uh, uh, Washington State in Port Angeles. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a small city. Yeah, ain't going nowhere anytime fast type of city. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, you know, being online and being a part of the online community is definitely helpful to get you know get this uh, part of me going. Right. Um, as far as like when I started, I started playing, picking up a guitar at 16, 17 years old mm. and started making music like that. Um, as soon as I, you know, started progressing in that, I lost the love for it because I started using the music in wrong ways. So really? I lost love for guitar and found a new love for, in music with hip hop and rap. And okay. I knew back in the day, you know, my dad, my pops, you know, listen to rap, he listened to all school stuff. So, you know, it's definitely been something that's been heartwarming and it's been helpful to, you know, get all my mixed emotions out. Because sometimes, you know, sometimes you're mad, sometimes you're you're crying or upset, sometimes you're happy, you know what I'm saying? Like, all those emotions are so, like, go deep into it, into the beats, into vocals that I put behind it like you can hear it um you know as far as like what I can see that can be needed is somebody to perfect it <laughs> somebody mm-hmm. to put like the magic wand and be like there right right yeah well you know what you know everything can always use a little something extra to make it good you know what I'm saying and sure. stuff so what is like mostly inspiring you with your music and stuff besides the block 
<laughs> one of your songs, you shout out the block my social media um, hey. um, platform. Yeah. Thank you for that. <laughs> so many, so many things inspire me. You know, as far as like you guys, you guys are inspiring me. Why? Because you guys made the block. You guys are out here uh, making things happen. You're making the moves to make it roll out. So the fact that it's starting new, that's cool. I'm glad I'm in the game early because you know what? No, I don't I haven't heard nobody else out here on the west side doing what you guys are doing. So wow. ain't nobody putting nobody up over here. Everybody's real slow. You know, I'm not like I'm not getting chances. But you know what? I'll look elsewhere. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I'm I'm down to work with people who are down to work with me. So awesome. I love it. I love it. Awesome. I don't want to hold everything up. Legend, you had any questions for them before I go on to my next? Um, I got two. Um, I would say, anybody go first. When did you guys find out um, it was your purpose to rap or like your calling to rap? What made you think about, okay, yeah, this is me. This is what I'm going to do for my career. This I'm going to put on for my family. Okay. We can go with Kobe for that first. You guys or, or you can go, if you're, well, Kobe's thinking, so we go with the kid first. Um, as far as, can we get the, can we get the question one more time? <laughs> sorry, 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 my guy. I went, I just got that blank spot. Um, when did you figure out, you good. When did you, <laughs> when did you figure out in your um, life that rap was your purpose or your family? Did you feel like it was your calling? Like where in your life did you feel like rap was your calling or your purpose? I think, rap is just all over I mean, me. I think, I think the lyrics, I think the lyrics, you know, when I was picking up the guitar and stuff like that helped me a lot to bring that into the rap music and industry so that I can turn into something different so that I can be different than anybody else. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to be as different as, uh, Lori, the kid, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm trying to be as different as that. Like, that's crazy that you can use his voice to do all that shit. It's just nuts. It's fucking insane. Right. And, right. you know, I'm trying to be different. I want to be different to the rap community. I also want to bring inspiration. And to me, how I see the rap community at this point in time, um, I see it being an inspiration, but I don't see them using the power of inspiration in a good way. And I definitely want to bring that to the table and bring back uh, a lovable sense towards the rap. You know, as far as what we talk about, how we use our words, how we structure, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want that to be the main focus of what rap was about, <laughs> you know, and now it's like talking about titties and, you know, all right, stuff. right. You know right. Who could shake it the most, right? Who right. got the, yeah, right. Got you. Awesome. I understand. And Kobe, what about you? What about you, um, Kobe? Thank you. Ask the, ask, the, ask the question again for me. <laughs> right. Yeah, ask the, ask the question for me. Basically, what he was asking, um, for what I got for it, what most inspired you to do? What when you in your life did you find? Did you really figure out that rap was your purpose and your calling? Like, okay, this is what I'm going to do to family, feed myself. This is what I'm going to do for my career. Um, am I breaking up? When I dropped my song "Fake Love," like I used to always go in the studio and just like, like it was like a hobby to me. Like it was just something I wanted to do for fun. But when I dropped my song "Fake Love," 
um, I said, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna invest in this. I'm gonna go to a good quality studio, and I'm gonna see what I can do with my voice. You know, when I dropped that song, the feedback I was getting from it, people that ne never showed me love with my music was giving me feedback, and I was like, you know what, man, I'm gonna keep doing this. I'm gonna keep dropping more music, music that I got that don't sound too good. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go redo it, you know, because these days it's about the quality of your music. You gotta get somebody to listen to you, you know what I'm saying? Um, so that's what I, I, I decided to do, and um, things been going well for me. Okay. All right, awesome. So actually, we got a couple of questions here from our viewers. Um, first question, and I'm gonna direct this to both of you, and I'm gonna start with Kobe first. What was the most, because both of you are actually related to that, that your music um, inspired, um, comes out of things you've been through in life and painful. So if you don't mind sharing, what was the most painful thing that happened in your life that the, you know, made you decide, hey, I got to get this out and the best way for me to get this and express it out is in my music? Uh, when I lost my mom, I lost mm. my mom when I was like 23 years old. Like I ain't have nothing. I lost I my mom too. I ain't have a job. I was staying with my mom at the time. <laughs> and when I lost her, I was like, you know what? Hey, man, you got to put on your bit for shoes for real this time, you know? And, and that's what I did. <laughs> I'm doing good in life now. It, it took me a while to um, open up about music and stuff like that, but things been going so good, man. I just, it, it, it still amazes me to this day. Like, early, I was thinking about, like, Stuff like this, I probably would have never did it, you know. With the podcast, stuff like this, or the music. Yeah, anything like this, you know, really? shows and stuff. I've been doing a lot of shows lately. I got a show coming up this weekend. You know, it's it's been crazy. Really? Wow. Yes. So, yeah, I know you said when you lost your mom, that's when, you know, it, you know, this started, you know, you started up with your music, right? Now, I can relate to losing a mother because I lost my mom. Right now, when you in your creative mode, right, with your music, do you like speak to your mother, or do you hear your mother speaking to you, or you know, just do you hear her sending you words of encouragement and stuff? Oh, yeah. yeah, she always with me. I call her my guardian angel. Awesome. Okay, and, and lyrical, um, lyrical. Oh, I'm gonna call you kid. You gonna call you kid? <laughs> <laughs> So, same thing, you know, um, what painful event has happened in your life that actually, you know, make you be creative with your music and, you know, made you want to um, start expressing it in your music? Um, a lot of things. <laughs> there are so many things, like, so, I mean, like, we'll start from the beginning. I'm thinking, you know, as far as my parents, you know, as me leaving as a teenager, 19 years old, and heading out into the real world, and not realizing what reality was, and being inside of a household where it was more um, controlled, and of an environment, instead of out of control, and like, you know, you get to experience every little bit. Um, I missed out on that, so I had to do all my dues on my own, I had to work, you know, work by myself, you know, I even got disowned by my parents, and that's because of religion, 
I'm not going to speak against the religion. I'm not going to say the name, but you know, as far as it, it's their choice, they're still making their their moves, doing their things. But that broke my heart when I lost my family. You know, people that I thought cared about me the most, and they ain't here. You know what I'm saying? So I'm doing it. I'm out here on my own. You know, I've, I've had my dog die. You know, I've had you know a lot of things happen. My grandma died. My great grandpa died. It's it's all this inspires me. Even if even if I'm getting shit talked back to me, even if people are talking shit, you know what I'm saying? That inspires me. It makes me want to push forward because I'm done with it. I'm, it's time for me to stand up. Wow. Wow. And that's very, that's very, that's, that's a lot of courage right there. You know, I'm very brave because, you know, it's not easy feeling alone in the world. Because I, I lost my mother, my father, my brother. And sometimes I feel alone. I feel like I'm in the world by myself, you know, without the closest people to me. So I definitely can relate on that. And, you know, and that's very brave of you, you know, to keep pushing and going. And that's what you have to do. That's, you know, um, I love it. So we have another question here. <laughs> Our viewers are very interested in you guys today, boy. Um, do psychedelics help with the creative process? Steve, one of you, and I start with um, um, Kobe. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> 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 yes, sir. <laughs> right now, yeah, <laughs> didn't, didn't they make shrooms legal over here on this side already? <laughs> <laughs> So, just let me put you on a little secret right fast and go. I don't, whatever this means, I don't, I, I don't, like, I didn't get it. I guess it means it has something to do with weed. Is that correct? Everyone know I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah. So, we just gonna go on with the question. I, Wait, yeah, I see That's everybody need to fill on that question. <laughs> Nobody want to say nothing. All right. So, go ahead. So, it helps you. You know, it helps with the creative process. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Jimmy Hendrix. I'm sorry. I said thank you, someone like Jimmy Hendrix. Jimmy Hendrix. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. And I, um, kid, I seen you give the thumbs up for that question. So I'm, I mean, I'm a daydreamer by by choice. I'm always smoking weed. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm always, I'm always doing that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but it's definitely a hell of creative process. It gets me in the daydreaming mode, so I'm not thinking realistically. And every every single like one of my words or what how I say things, you know, it's either like a metaphor. It's like, oh, wait, what did he just say? Like, it didn't make any sense. Oh wait, he used it like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it gets me in that open mind frame for sure. It gets you in an open mind frame. Okay. Wow. So hey, I guess I mean I guess and I, I guess that's something that's um. Across the board for like a lot of artists out there, you know, because um, that's like incorporated in damn near everything we hear on the radio, you know. But you know, it is what it is. Um, unfortunately, I don't smoke weed. I've never did, so I don't know what it can do. So, but anywho, so I, I want to start with the process, okay? Now, when you are when you creating a song, right? And this song, this question is for both of y'all. What what is, what's your process? What do you first start at? We know all we know the pain is there, the thoughts and the feelings you have, but like what do you start as far as like mechanically for the song? Like do you start with like um lyrics first or do you start with like a production first, you know? Um what, what's the first step in you know you creating your tracks? It it depends on with me. Um sometimes I could just come up with a rhythm in my head first and then this is 
go and find the beat that I want to go with or uh, have my producer to listen to what I want, you know? Okay. Or, or vice versa, listen to the beat first, then come up with the words. Right, and, right. And so, what about you? Like, is which way is easier? Like, or do y'all find any one of the methods easier, or do you have something totally a process totally different? Uh, I'm I'm all over the place. I'm unorganized. All right. So, um, what happens usually? I don't know who, who like maybe like Drake or it was like Little Wayne. They use their beats first before they start writing. You know what I'm saying? So, um, as far as like. As far as that goes, I'm always doing that. And then I'm bouncing like from one song to another song because I'll have a set of lyrics that I made in that song that sounded so good in that beat, but it didn't make any sense. And I have to move that set of lyrics that I made in that one beat and move it over to the other song that I was working on so that I can finish it. So I'm all over the place. I'll be grabbing my lyrics from another song, switching it over here and then like, or like completely erase it. You know what I'm saying? I'm all over the place. I'm just... <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, you had a legend. You have anything before I go into um the next viewer's questioning? Okay. Um, so being that we're talking about the process, we have a um question from one of the viewers, Paul. Um, I'm sorry, Paul. I I, I do not want to take a jab at your name and have you angry your last name and have you angry at me so i'm just going to call you paul oh you're talking about okay. the whole paul iglesias <laughs> yeah oh iglesias okay okay so you got it down back okay all right all right so being that we're talking about the process okay um paul wants to know which recording software um do you prefer using and i start with um montana on this uh i don't know i'm not an engineer <laughs> oh you're not an engineer okay <laughs> no. so all right, so I mean, do you have like every artist um has like that certain mic that they use? Pro Tools, yeah, that's what a lot of people use these days, though. Pro Tools. Pro, and can you break it down so like people who don't know what that what is that? It's a recording software. That's mm -hmm. all I know. That's all you it's know. Like easily okay. manageable, like software. Where, you know, it's like one, two, three steps, and you pretty much can master it without all the complications. Yeah right right okay all right so with that being said um every artist has like a comfortable microphone it's like a certain type of microphone that you like using or you can just get behind anything and get down and spit yeah basically basically okay. <laughs> okay okay all right and um um kid what about you any type of because uh, it seems like you are more on the production side or is um any yeah, type so of software I mean you like prefer uh, I use Band Labs. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard of it yet, um, but Band Labs is a software that I can get on my mobile phone, and that's how I record. And I record all day on this thing. Really? So I've seen that. That now they're having like you can have basically a whole studio downloaded on your phone. That's correct. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Check it out. I mean, it's it's pretty nice. Like it's a. It's a very easy program. It's way easier than any of the other programs that I've reached out on as far as like with the computer. Um, they, they just made it super easy. Now you, anybody can get on there and start recording. 
Wow. So you basically all the studio time people used to pay for in the back of the days, it's really not needed no more. Huh? I can plug in my guitar. I can plug in my beats. I can plug in anything into my phone and I can do it. Wow. Wow. That, that's just crazy. So you can just be anywhere and be like, hold up. I got to record a song right quick. Basically. Wow. So um, in Montana, that's not, is that something you um, you have experience doing too as well um, with your phone? Or being that, being that I have an iPhone, it's just like called a garage band or something like that. Or something. Like, garage just, band, I <laughs> Yeah, I, I go in um, like pre-record, then I go to the real studio. That's what I do. Okay. To have the good quality, that's what I do. Right, right. Yeah. And I'm not going to take that away because, you know, you need good quality for your music. You know, as far as me, you know, I got songs out there. They're ready to get, like, pre-recorded you know we're ready to go to studio but right. you know that as far as like that goes you got to save up money you got to work your your butt off in order to get all that accomplished oh, and yeah, then yeah. like you have to pay for music videos you have to do all that stuff so i'm trying to do it all on my own and then yeah it's facts right there right right legend you have anything before i get into the next viewer So one thing I want to ask both of you, within the last year, we have so much stuff going on with everything with the COVID, um, the, the, all the um, Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter, and everything. Uh, How did that affect your music? What would you guys see yourselves? Hold on. I think he's having technical difficulties. OK, go ahead. Um, how did that affect your music? Like, did y'all see like a shift and change in your music when you was recording it? Did those emotions, what was going on with everything in the world, was coming more out of your music? I start with um, um, Kid on this one. So, um, yeah, two years ago, you know, I was in a hot mess. I had just lost my business. I made my own business. I made my own handyman business, and I lost my business. I, I lost my truck. I lost everything because of no work. I didn't have mm -hmm. any job. Like it was just, it sucked. I was stuck, but I had a best friend who was able to lend out a hand and, you know, reach out and help me survive through the winter time until mm -hmm. I was able to get back up on top of my like feet and start walking again. Um, but yeah, it had a huge effect. I, I wasn't, I wasn't playing the guitar. That was the time that I wasn't playing the, the guitar. You know, mm -hmm. that was the time that like I was sitting there collecting my thoughts about like where I went wrong. What am I going to do? I'm 25 years old. You know, I'm 26 now, but like I, 20 be uh, or not yeah, 26 going on 27. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> um, you know, you just get stuck in that. You, you get stuck, you get stuck and you don't know what to do. And, and so you have to sit there and you have to think over and over again it, and get high <laughs> and, <laughs> Do, do do the shrooms, you know what I'm saying? To let those happy endorphins come back in because I don't know. Depression, I don't know if I had depression. I don't know what it was. I've never taken medication. So I mean, that's where that's at, you know. Mm. Um, the flower, that's why the flowers always helped, you know. That's why, you know, as microdosing and shrooms has helped, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Keep my you know, uplifted instead of feeling down. Wow, okay. 
And Kobe, how about you? Everything with the wake of um, the COVID that went on with the, with the um, crisis, with pandemic, with the COVID, and then we had um, everything with the um, you know police brutality, Black Lives Matter. Like, how did that? Did that make your your mood and your music shift, or the lyrics in your music shift? Oh yeah, around that time, I wasn't even writing music. Like I was home with the family. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, right. Like I couldn't even find a time to go to the studio or write a song at that time because um, it, it was tough. It was a dark time in America, period, you know, during that time. And I really couldn't, I couldn't think right. So I didn't, I didn't write no music or do anything around that time. Right. Oh, okay. All right. Now, Paul has a question, and this kind of is like almost um, what I was talking about as far as like um, affecting your music and being creative. Do you think it's okay for a man to cry while writing a rap song? Hey, Montana, it, depends. it depends on what you're talking about. You know, like <laughs> writing about his mom or his, his kids. Uh, you mm. know, it, it depends. <laughs> it depends. But, but you all good for it. Um, kid, what about you? I'm all about putting. I'm all about putting on those fake tears, you know, for the camera and stuff like that. But <laughs> um, yeah, it really does depend. Um, you know, I felt sad, and I was able to um, use my lyrics and my voice in a way to make the rap sound sad. You know, and that's how you do it. I, I mean, as far as crying, I don't. I don't know. I think that might mess it up. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Okay. All right. Now, um, another question from Paul. <laughs> Do women still make use of a condom now that you think this? <laughs> Listen, I, I just looked at that question and read it as I saw I didn't even look at it first. Okay, who wants to go first with that? Kobe? Uh <laughs> Still make you oh wow! <laughs> uh, Come on, we all grown here now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, mm. yeah. I mean, they always, I, I always wear a condom, so <laughs> yeah, we gonna skip that question. What? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, what about you, kid? You want to take a shot at this? How's your life changed with the women? You know, and the, you know, I, I mean, you know. Are they saying, no, we ain't got to use one, you know, you know? I mean, Are they asking for babies right now? You know, they're trying to become baby mamas. You know, it's what's going crazy. on? <laughs> <laughs> I'm lucky enough that I don't make that a first priority. I you know, plead the fair. What, you don't make condoms a first priority? Let's no, I don't make, I don't make the, the, the sexual act of going out and doing that with women. Uh, you know, as far as that, you know, I don't make it that a habit. It's all I had it. Okay, so so let me ask you this. So since both of you are right, this question, of course, for both of you are, you've been um you know in the entertainment industry, you know um artists, like what is it like? You know, like have y'all noticed people change the act uh, different towards y'all and everything, or there's more females gravitating towards your uh, Montana? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's. Um, Give us an example. Come on, what happened? What happened? We want to know. What happened? Give us one of your stories. What changed? Like, uh, females coming at you different? 
That shorty used to try to get back in the days. Yo. Then we back in the days. Now she's following you around, stalking you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, like that. it's just like that. Everything I said. <laughs> I mean, I, it, I mean, of course that comes with every everybody, anybody mm -hmm. that's you know doing good in life. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And you got to know how to control that. Mm-hmm. You do. <laughs> you got to know how to control that. And, and Kid, what about you? How's everything going for you as far as like people and the way they act towards you or, you know, things changed? Oh, man. A lot of things changed as soon as I started doing what I wanted to do instead of listening to other people. You know, mm -hmm. uh, as far as like as that, you know, um, it was just, you know, I lost a lot of friends, um, but I didn't. And I, I made it my own choice because I had to figure out what was best for me and what was mm -hmm. going to make me do better and being around certain people weren't making me better so um you know as far as far as everyone you know get showing me different attention yeah i see a lot of people that want to go get it want to go get that bag but they don't mm -hmm. want to make those moves and mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuck people out here so um sorry I, did I miss a question? No, and, and you know, most of the times it's not you, the artist who change or, you know, the entertainer change, whoever, it's the people around you that change and they say you yeah. don't changing. You know, that have you ever, have you ever experienced that too? Yeah. Probably. Yeah, um, kid. Sorry. I mean, honestly, I haven't got to that point yet. You know, I'm still grinding out the mud. <laughs> I'm still getting it out the mud right now. Right. <laughs> What about you, kid? <laughs> um, I'm here to show people that I'm willing to work and I'm willing to blast things and go, you know, over insane mm -hmm. and over the top. Mm -hmm. um, you know, just this last year, my buddy Solomon the, Solomon the Pharaoh, he's another artist that's out here that's local over in Tacoma. Um, mm -hmm. Shout out, bro. Um, but we, we did, we did, a uh, big huge sign that said Solomon the Pharaoh over Tacoma uh, Tacoma Bridge so mm. that people could so that people could see it as they were passing by through the highway and stuff like that we we went big we uh you know we went and did a, a bash over at um this clubhouse and we got a music video in he's got he's got music videos on YouTube um but yeah um that was just it's insane uh, of how hard you can go and how far you can go as far as like with what i'm doing recently with with baby no money i'm getting their attention they're looking at the mm -hmm. gram they're looking at my stuff and mm -hmm. you know i can see all the side shit that they're doing without tagging mm -hmm. right so. right 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 and it's probably coming from some of the closest people to you that you just never thought yeah, that would be your biggest supporters yeah i know uh-huh i know <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I want, there's a question up here that's, um, one of the viewers have for that's very interesting. And I want to also touch on the fact, um, get your views on this whole, okay. His question is, would you support a gay male rapper in the industry? I mean, I mean, right now, nowadays, I mean, that's just that, and you know, that, you know, to me, a rapper is a rapper nowadays, whether they get or not. But what is your view on that kid? Time times are changing, and right. the times. And if you're right. not, then 
you're going to stay stuck and you're not going to go anywhere. Right. Right. And Montana? I mean, as long as they don't try me, I'm good. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> For real. I mean, people are who they are, you know. You can't judge people because of they live how they life how they want to live, man. That's how that's how I look at it. Right, right. Now, while we's on that subject, like, what is your views with this whole the baby situation? What he did and everything, and and, and stuff. You know, how do y'all feel about that? You know, do you think they he should be discontinued because they're trying to shut him up and quiet him? Nah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think he should be discontinued. I just think people are taking it too far at this point. Really. Yeah, I think people taking it too far. All the show canceling, why? DJs do it all the time at clubs, you know? That's how I feel about it. I just think people I mean, that's a valid point right there. That's really a valid point. But being with everything that we just been through with the Black Lives Matters, everybody coming off this pandemic, from him to be the baby, somebody who's just like out there, do you think that was like a wise thing for him to do? at that point to come out you know with um, a statement like that mm, nah but but to take it as far as people are taking it i don't think it, that should be the case i mean because people are angry right now because everything look at everything we done been through people are angry right now and then he i mean he's attacking the lgbt community look at everything they done been through to get where they at and to like try to get accepted and then they you know and then this happened. So I mean, can you understand why, you know, I guess people are like taking it as far as they are right now? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, people got their own opinions, but like I said, I don't think it should go as far as it's going right now, man. And I ain't gonna be able to stop him anyway. So because he's right. the baby. He's he's a well known artist right now. If the baby can set up his own own shows right now and get paid. So I mean, what is there? What is what? What's the point? <laughs> I mean, but, but the point is, is that I mean, he has a lot of angry people out there right now, and that I mean, he can set up whatever he want to set up. But what he did is can definitely affect how whatever he set up, how it's going to progress and go. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So I mean, so Kim, what is your view on it? Like, how do you feel about this whole the baby, you know, controversy? Um, as far as how I feel, I mean, honestly, I think this is a time for a lot of young rappers out there to start making diss tracks about baby the baby, because if they don't, they don't use this as an opportunity, then they're not. Like I said, they're not. You're not going to go anywhere. You got to think of what's your next opportunity what what's your next decision what what are you going to do next you know what yeah. i'm saying you have to think about the next steps and the next steps you know for the baby i'm sorry to say but dude you can't be you can't be doing that to the world i mean you were at Lollapalooza, bro i mean you can't be saying that stuff to people who are coming from all over the place mm -hmm. to go see multiple genres right mm -hmm. you know yeah. so it's like you're not just listening to the baby you know, so I mean, there was a big, there was a big thing on that, but I think that he should definitely have a respectful, you know, goodbye. <laughs> you know what I'm saying from <laughs> Big G's as far as like dissing him out or something like that. You know, it's like, you know, about what he's doing. 
something. You yeah. know, I'm a part of the I'm a part of the meme community. So I do funny. I like to do funny stuff. You know, I'm right, I'm, right. That's the rap caviar over here. You know, it's like make things funny. Uh, you know, and I think he definitely just overstepped it. It just it was an overstepped joke. Right, right, yeah, yeah. I mean, some people they do they are open minded and they have a sense of humor where they can see over things. But then again, you know, um, you have that whole a whole community out there. They're LGBT, and that was just like, and then. I think he associated something with HIV into it and everything. So it was just, you know, it was it was very poor taste, you know. And especially at the end of the day, you know, like I said before, when you pluck all the feathers off of where his money's coming from, at the bottom of that naked chicken, probably somebody in the LGBT community is possible is the reason for him getting paid. You know what I mean? So, um, right, you know. So just gotta be careful and watch it. So while we're talking about money, you had something you want to say, hon? Oh, no, I was just about to say, you got to be careful what you say. Right, yes, definitely. You can't, just, you can't just say it like that. I would have never said it, but hey. <laughs> right, right. They pulled right. him from everything, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I would have never he said it. Say the rest of this year, he might as well sit on the bench. He ain't getting no questions. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Okay, so Legend, um, Legend is on. Can you put that back up? Legend says, do you, you guys back? think he will have a comeback from it? Mm -hmm. It's going to have to be I something big. Like, he would have to yeah. do, like, a whole free concert. Yeah. He's going to have to have with a big rainbow going across his stage or something. Like, really <laughs> and it has to be genuine, too, though. Like, he can't just do it and then be like, exactly. okay, I said what I said. Now nah, I did this for y'all, and then I'm back being me. Like, you really got to kind of clean right. your act up for a minute. But because a lot of people, the world has canceled. It's all about his comeback when you mess up. Yeah, but when you talk about a whole community like this community, right? That's you probably know. look like to me the biggest of his oh, supporters was that community. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Don't take a lot. Right. So yeah. we know both. You both of you said that y'all have things that inspire you, right? Um, when is money like when it comes down to it, everybody's chasing they they want to get the bag they want the money you know what i'm saying no matter what you're doing you can love what you're doing and everything and be passionate what you're doing but the end of the tunnel that you're seeing the bag is money um for one of those money more important than getting your message out to the world i wouldn't say that um nah, i wouldn't say that because my story is what made me you get what i'm saying mm -hmm. my story is what made me so nah money ain't everything there you go it's not especially when you are passionate and love what you do because it's almost yeah. like you know you're not um you're not you, working you, the bag, dog. you got a bag you got to bring it to me <laughs> right <laughs> you got to bring it to me if you, if you want right. me to do something but yeah yeah. Right. And, and 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 Rico, what about you? I'm, I'm sorry, I just called you Rico. I, I just totally changed the whole name. <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to call you the kid. I'm sorry, the kid. How about you? Um, is, is money more important than getting your message out to the world? Um, you know, and that's a trick question right there. You you need money to be able to do the things you need to do. Um, on some degree. Um, 
as far as like getting your music out or out there, especially if you're doing it by yourself and you're not doing it with a record label company and you ain't, you know, you ain't fixed with the right people. You don't know a lot of people. So um, it, it definitely is, is, is more important to get the messages out, but mm -hmm. it is also just as important to make that money and to save up your own bag. I'm sorry, but save up your own bag. Nobody's oh, going to yeah. give you the bag. You got to earn that bag. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Got to earn it. And you got to know where it's coming from, too. You know, and you got to know when you get that bag, it's yours to keep. Because you got a lot of kids, people, I'm not going to say kids, people get caught up in the music industry. They get these big advances from record labels and everything, and they go through it, start spending money, and then the record label still is handing them a bill at the end of the day. So you got to know what's yours to spend and what's just yours to look like you have it to spend. And don't touch that. <laughs> so, and everything. I think Legend had something he wanted to ask. Um, you want to hit that one? Teddy? Yeah. Um, Legend wanted to know uh, what other artists would you guys like to work with from your city? And let's start with Kobe first. From my city? Um... <clears throat> Who would I want to work yeah. with? I already know where it's coming from. Oh, <laughs> uh, now if we talking like where where I'm actually from, man, shout out to that boy, little Bam, man. If I ever, if I ever wanted to do a song with anybody, I, I, I shout out to Lil Bam. That's little Bam. Little Bam. Little Bam. Yeah. He tough. <laughs> yeah, little Bam. Shout out to Lil Bam, man. Okay. Like old, like from the older generation, you you think about collaborating with or like to do something with? From my area? Like from the older generation. Okay, so I mean outside of his area is what he's trying to get clarification on. Oh, like I mean, from the older generation, like Luke Trick Daddy, that's oh, a yeah, right there. In Florida, in general, I think adults that get it, get it. I think a Luke, I think Trick Daddy, and all live. So, what about them? Anybody you know um, from the older generation that you'd like to like them to collaborate with? Ooh. Or is that is is that even your style? Can you see the see you you know collaborate with somebody like them? Oh. The typical story. That's why I don't really care for like love stories too much because we already gotcha. know how it's going to end. Um, right. But if I get like a mystery, I'm not. I'm not big on thriller. I don't want to be scared, mm. but I do want to be like, oh snap! I do want to be surprised. Hmm. Hmm. Well, you need if you need if you need something to be uh, to be like, okay, I know where this is going, but this is still fun. Uh, mm -hmm. All the Fast and Furious films. I I I just saw. I just saw Fast Nine. I love uh, yes, and, and that—that—that's a freaking—that's a—that's that, a freaking Saturday morning cartoon by this point. You know what I mean? Like none of that—none of that makes any sense, but it's fun. None of it. So none no, of it makes any sense whatsoever. I definitely watch all the Fast and Furious, like all of them. Yeah, For no, sure. I. Like my, I was with it. I was I was in the theater with my brothers. It was like one of the one of the first films I saw uh, after you know after lockdown, right? First yeah. first film I saw was uh, uh, was um, um, in the Heights, and the other one oh, was yeah. 
Yeah, because my, my, my sister's my sister is a is a uh, director and she's big on musicals and everything, right? So we rented out a we rented out a theater to go see In the Heights. And even though I'm not really big on musicals, which surprises my family because of you know, because you know, stuff I love when it comes to music, yeah. I enjoyed I enjoyed the story, you know. Um but fat but fast nine was just that was just like some adrenaline fueled bizarre yeah. cartoon and you got you gotta you gotta enjoy it. Ludacris and Tyrese made that movie what it was. Yeah, it was a little long. Yeah, it was a little long. It was a little long. And uh yeah, Ludacris Luda, Luda, and, and Tyrese. Tyrese, they they gave Tyrese the questions that everybody was asking. How the heck are you guys still alive? Right. You know <laughs> how? How is it so that true. that that wow. we that we survived all of this crap? Right. And he runs down the list of, you know, we we runs down the list of everything that they've done up to this point. How are they still alive without a scratch? Like I barely yeah. see any blood on it. Right. They just skipping along like it was nothing. What? No, no. It's like it like it's like it was in the eighties. You know how like somebody would go through a window or something and their yeah. shirt would just be crisp, everything else would just click. You know? <laughs> so Right. So speaking of so speaking of movies, um so representation has been has been talked about more and more uh these days how do you feel it is in this in seeing uh people in the disabled community in um you know in hollywood productions and stuff like netflix and things like that mm -hmm. i definitely think it's dope um i think we need to get more um diversity out there because there a lot of times you know hollywood puts like a staple on what what the world looks like and that's not really what this world looks like um, so i love the diversity um at first when they first started bringing people that have disabilities on they didn't really have disabilities they were like faking it and i'm like bro there are people out there that actually don't even have to act like why are you bringing a celebrity like a known person to act disabled bring someone that mm -hmm. really is so they can really know what that looks like. Don't fake mm -hmm. the phone. If you gonna if you gonna bring us, represent us right. Represent yeah, us right. right as a representative. Bring a representative. Don't don't bring no carbon copy. Yeah. So um, everything you done been through with really writing your books and everything, and that, and that's a good point to touch with the movies and stuff. I mean, do you ever see you putting your life experience or anything you write in like into a screenplay? Or, you know, like, still movie. I mean, because I know you got a lot to say. Word. Yo, that would be super dope. Like, it would be super dope. No, don't say it would. It can be super dope. It can be. You got to talk that into existence, girlfriend. It can be super dope. It can be super dope. Like, if Tyler Perry hit me up, it's over. It's over. I'm going to act like I've been knowing them, like, Tate Payne, what up? Oh, bro, what up, my friend? Like, I'm gonna go crazy. Hey, if Tyler you Perry hit you up, me, just, let's get it. If Tyler Perry hit you up, just don't have him put you in a wig, because he because he will mess you up. That's, right. Other, other than that, you'll be fine. You petty. You right. Petty. Right. I'm coming with some. I'm coming with some authority. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Take ownership of it. Right. 
Like this yep. is this is my this is my life. This is how this is how it's gonna be. Okay. Right. Don't be adding no fake people. Matter of fact, I want my own. I know the people who can play. I play myself. Who can play me? You play yourself, Tom Perry. Why can't I play myself? Right. <laughs> trying to cast me. You can't cast somebody to be this. You right. can't cast somebody to beat cast me. Like I cast me. Okay, do you know how to podcast like I podcast? Do you know how to how to drum like I drum? Do you know how like you gotta get that David Ruffin attitude? Nobody can beat me. Nobody can see you, Tyler. I don't know what to tell you your movies. Nobody can see you, Tyler. You feel me? Can't nobody wear locks like I wear locks. There you go. There you go. There you go. Oh, you got the tattoos off. You gotta do that again. Right, yeah, tattoos off. Nah, nah, tattoos. No, no, no. This is gotta be on this hand. Okay, it's gotta be. It's gotta be on this hand. We gotta have this shape. We gotta see. So the wrong. We gonna talk that into existence for you because that's right. So when y'all see it, then y'all already know. We already talked about it. It was already in the works. Absolutely. Yep. And you drop it. I want you to drop it on the block. That's my social media. Drop it. You know, I want you to drop it on the block first. Exclusive. <laughs> For real. So are you familiar with Able on um, newspaper? No. Oh, man. So, yeah, I'm going to send you that link. Able newspaper is, is very awesome. It's it's for the disabled, by the disabled. And it has every. Ooh. I sent, um, studied the link yesterday. It has everything in it. Um, oh, it has all sorts of yeah. resources and everything. Oh man, and you know, I came familiar with it when me and my brother started our company up. You know, New York City Village Stranded, and we yeah. advertised it in Able's papers. And it's just, it's just absolutely. It's for like everything you can just think of for the disabled. It's just there, like and just like That's you just subscribe to it, and they deliver it to your house. Yeah, it has resources for everything. Then they have um, Bender Consultants down in Washington, D.C. That's like, um, what you call them? What's the name of uh, like one of them um, the employment agencies? That's like a career builder oh, for the disabled. Bender Consultants. They specialize in placing disabled people into jobs. They, they, in everything. It's just, it, it's just, go. you know. Yes, it is dope. It's just so many things out there that, and I'm just that just makes me like say like, wow, you know, it just came a long way because it, yeah, it makes people sure. feel like you know they got something to work yes. look forward to, which they should. You know what I mean? Because yes. you have to keep going to school. You know, it's it's just. I'm sorry, my dog is touching my foot. Sorry, but it's just um, hey, the newspaper. It's a it's a very good paper, and I really like it. And yeah, sometimes you know, get it delivered. Would you say? I said I definitely want to know more for sure. Yes, 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 and that's yeah. another platform for you to, you know, advertise okay. your books. Yeah, I, I got oh, so sure excited. I I got so excited because after you had told us about this, Lady Tasha, mm -hmm. I almost immediately looked it up, and I was like, okay, thank like, yo, I found the found the link, found out that they were, you know, they were up to date. You know, mm -hmm. everything was everything was still running. I'm like, okay, I gotta right. tell. I gotta tell my I gotta tell my family about this because if we because if we had known about this years ago, I would have been used I would have been using this you know for every freaking job search I ever had. Man, you know, right? you know every That's job true. search every time I needed to get somewhere I'd be looking for that place first. Shoot, 
I just, yeah. you know, I should ask somebody to, to interview or something. Yeah. I'm just, getting, yeah. I just get yeah. all excited. You know, I just get all excited now that I know that there are resources like that out there. I've this a lot. Right. Yeah. You know? Right. That's so true. And it just makes oh. people see and feel so much more at peace, you know? And yeah. 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 It, it, make, it makes it, it makes us feel human. It makes us feel right. seen, you know? Exactly. It makes us feel yeah. right. That's so true. You know, it's it's just like I know things are are I know things are changing. And the more I and the more and 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 also one thing the pandemic did was it brought a lot of stuff to light, right? Right. Even, even though we've been you know we've been stuck in our homes and there have been people that unfortunately mm -hmm. we have lost, it is it has also brought a lot of things to light, and that's all. And that includes. Uh, that includes um, including people like, you know, people like us in, yep. in the conversation when it comes to right. films and books and, and not just because, not just because we're here to be, because we're not here to be pitied. We're not here to be looked right. at like, right. you know, we're, 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 we're oh, human. Right. Just, yeah. under, just under, right. just understand us that that's, right. that's I it. Can we talk you know, like right. regular people, right. you know? Right. And, that's so true. Yeah. That is it. So, Okay, so you know, like back to back to the fun stuff. So you, so you are, you know, you're you're huge on on music. Is there anybody that you're really like bumping right now? Oh, great question. It's like a yes and a no because <laughs> um, I'm that type of person. Like I would lay in my bed mm -hmm. and just like have the music play, and I'll start listening to people that I've never heard of. Word. Um, and then I'll like add it to my place. I'm my type of person that will be at a restaurant or walking in a store and I'll hear a song, the beat catches me, and I'll yep. shazam and add it to my place. Right. Like this <laughs> is like this playlist. is sick. What mm-hmm. I'm no, I'm yes. I'm the I'm the same I'm in the same exact way. Like net like Netflix. Netflix has has given me like more music to listen to lately than than the radio yeah. has of mm -hmm. some of you know some of their song selections in their films. I'm like, who yes. who is you know who is this? That and that and who? Right. I'm like, okay, I gotta okay, I gotta I gotta learn more. Or you know who who else who else sounds like this? Can I get because I because I, I want I want variety. You know what I'm saying? Like my first love is hip hop, but right. I want but I want yeah. But I need, you know, I need, I need variety in my playlist. Like my sister would make a joke, like you would never hear the same song twice. Like if I had it on a, a you know, if I had it on shuffle, you never hear the same song twice, right? Yes, Unless I put it on repeat. Day. You know, that's me all day. Yeah, you'll never, you'll never, ever, ever hear the same song twice, ever. Hey, like who's the like your uh, like as far as like seeing them in concert? Like who's the best show? Who, who put on the best show? Oh, okay. So I definitely, even though she she older, she like old school. Lauren Hill, I would mm -hmm. definitely her. Brandy, yeah. top, Brandy top, Brandy. Um, yes, yeah, Brandy like top. Her vocals are crazy. Jasmine Sullivan, mm. super crazy. Um, let's see who else I would see in person. I would probably, for sure. Chris Brown, he's like a dope performer. People, yeah, he is. Him. Yeah, he gives a good shot. Man, like, I already know him. 
Usher, I definitely want to see Usher because he's a dope performer. Um, yeah, that as far as performance wise, probably yeah. them. Um, when it comes to like actual concerts, I would definitely um love Pierre Sheer. Um, that's like Christian Christian artist. Um, mm-hmm. the this guy named Molly Music and like Franklin because he, he's like a dope performer. Mm-hmm. He gives like mm-hmm. a show. He yeah, he gets it. He gets it done. He get it done. Yeah, like yeah, like he's he's like, like super dope. Very um yeah, like I I like I love CCM like like the Caucasian people. They're dope. <laughs> they're they're like super dope. Um, mm-hmm. Maverick City Worship. I would definitely actually. I'm going to go see them in like a few months. Mm. Uh, and classical, like classical music. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I love musicals. Mm. So in September, I'm about to go see Hamilton the stage play, and I'm super excited. Ooh. Super excited. Ooh. I'm to LA, and I'm like. Let me get on that now. Okay. Um, Hamilton, my sister's been trying to get me to see Hamilton forever. Like, like. It's she, good. She, no, I have no doubt that it's good. I have no doubt that it's good. No doubt it's that it's good. <laughs> no, it's the, because, because my sister, the way my sister sold it to me is she's like, I know you're a battle rap fan. This is basically <laughs> what this is. Right. Yeah. Cause she knows I would, I would watch like battle raps and stuff on YouTube. Right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, when yeah. I was hearing the songs, I was like, yeah, they are, you know, this is like historical battle rap. I got you, you know, and I knew right. it went over some people's heads, but, but it's gotten so big. It's gotten so big that, that tickets are like how much a piece, you know? Man. So, so I, yeah. yeah. So this is why I'm glad Disney bought it. And then, mm-hmm. and then, what were they about to do? They were about to theatrically release it sometime in July of last year. Then the pandemic happened, and oh they were like, you know what? Let's just put it on Disney Plus. And I still have not watched it. So at it some point, it. yeah, at some point, at some point, I gotta watch it. Um, it is but, like nineteen hours long, but it's super dope. Yeah, yeah, man, that. No, that'd be, you know, that'd be, that'd be, um, it, it feels like if it, it feels like, cause I'm, I'm getting like a lot of, you know, positive reviews. Like people are saying that it's great to see it live, but they did a really good job doing it, you know, doing it for the, uh, the stage film. So, mm-hmm. so, you know, I'll, de- I'll definitely check it out one of these days, but my list is so long. You wouldn't believe, you know, really? Yeah. My list is so long. Cause my list includes my, my list includes cartoons. So and it includes, oh. like, in, in, what is in, it for men with cartoons? I don't oh, know. It's I don't know. Know. Oh, trust I me. Trust me. I have seen plenty of I have seen plenty of women. Plenty of possibly relate to these animators. Oh, trust me. I'm not getting this. I'm not engaging. I'm not talking about the the Simpsons with Stewie and all that stuff. What's that little Stewie? That little, yeah, that little, cat, that little boy had a cat, that little mean one. I'm not talking yep. about that. That's more for the adults, the adult swim. I'm talking about, I be seeing grown men sitting in yep. front of, uh, well, Tom and Jerry. I don't know if they're still around, but stuff like yeah, that. They still, they still <laughs> around. They're still around. They just got a movie. 
Right. So yeah. well, SpongeBob, like, what are y'all doing? SpongeBob, yeah. Wait, wait, okay. wait. So in my case, over like thirty, be watching SpongeBob. I'm just saying. Look, look. I had an uncle. I, I, I had an uncle that watched SpongeBob to the day he died, and his, you know, and his explanation was because he was a cop, right? What? And he had been work, he had been working as a cop for years, and he would say, you know, I want to go home, I want to relax, I want to have fun. He watches SpongeBob because SpongeBob made him laugh. In my, you know, in my case, um, growing up the way I did, I was sort of a, you know, I was sort of a like a intro, an introverted kid, and I didn't think people were like really like under, you know, understood me. My mm-hmm. mom and my and my parents they would always encourage me to use my imagination, right? And tell and, and, and tell stories and draw and just you know and just broaden my horizons. When I'm watching the car, when I'm watching a cartoon or when I'm watching an anime, especially the stories, a lot of times, the reason why they're they're relatable between a cartoon versus an anime is they go a little deeper. Depending on where you what you're watching, like there's one in particular about a kid who has a disability where every so often his body will shut down if he gets nervous or if he gets you know or if he gets too overwhelmed or if his mental state becomes like too much he shuts down to the point where he shut down for three years and didn't grow and had to keep his uh you know and had to keep his uh you know his family and everything out of it except for his uncle because no one would you know he didn't think anybody would understand till one day someone did there's a lot of you know there's a lot of stories that I related to personally. So that's why, besides the fact that I've always loved stuff behind the scenes, like voice acting and, um, you know, where they came up with the idea, stuff like that. So when someone asked me why I like that, you know, why I like this stuff, it's the, it's the creativity and what it does in, in what it does for me in my head. That's why I like it. Okay. Someone else may, you know, someone else may have a different reason. Sometimes they just do it just to relax, to let yeah. go, to not think about real life. But sometimes, the, you know, but sometimes these fiction, you know, these fictional stories are, are, are they're even crazier than what's happening in real life. Trust. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what can yeah. we expect to see from you in the future? We know you're doing the books, but what else are you looking to get involved with? Yeah. So, um, I definitely want to, I kind of want to start like my own show. Um, yeah. Yeah. I definitely yes. want to like that. I feel like that would just be dope. Just, just to start a show on like what the life of a disability disabled person looks like, like from my view, the stuff that I'll be dealing with, so I struggle with or even like the positive stuff, like the affirmation, like the reminders, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. just just talking about being disabled, but still being like super dope yeah. and yep. not letting it um, overtake who you are as a person. I definitely right. not letting to, it define you. Right, right. I definitely mm-hmm. want to get into that for sure. I think it'd be super. I'm nervous, but 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 the dope thing is, um, being is being in this pandemic. Um, and kind of going through and doing so many interviews and podcasts, Mm -hmm. it's definitely giving me more confidence in like talking and being on the spot and just like the confidence in, in speaking. So it's like, this is kind of like trained me. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. 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 
Definitely. Never, you know, yeah, amazing story. I, you know, and not even a story. You have an amazing existence. Like your life yeah, is just yeah. like it's just amazing. And I, you know, I really, really, really inspired by you. you just don't understand. Thank so you. Trippy. I mm -hmm. and I just love it. I just yep. love it. I love it to see people just rise above what people just didn't expect them to do. You know, right, right. Yeah, you know, so many limitations on people, you know, disabilities, you know, whatever it might be, you know, and I just love it when people just rise above those limitations. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's all it's all really just it's 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 all ignorance. Like they act like they know, but they really don't, you know. Right, right. You gotta you gotta be willing, you gotta be willing to give to, to give somebody a shot before you be like, oh no, they can't do it because they're you know their physical limitations, blah blah blah. No, ask them what they can do, see what they right. see, see what it's you know, see what it's like from their point of view before yeah. you make your final judgment. You know, exactly, exactly. We gotta we gotta educate, we gotta educate each other, you know. Because right. like you because like one of your uh, one of your um one of your guests on one of your podcasts uh said uh it's all about patience, right? I think it was the last mm -hmm. one you recorded. They were talking about they were talking about uh you know some people having patience with them and them having patience with themselves, and that right, right. that 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 is key. But one but one thing we know, especially in the world we live in, we live in a very impatient, want yeah. everything now world. You know, greedy, so, greed, greedy. Yeah. You know, like like we I can only speak from an American standpoint. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, we are very much a a a greedy, impatient people. Yeah. So okay. we gotta slow down and be willing to to educate and relate. You know. Right. Right. Exactly. Can't rush greatness. No, no, you no, can't. We cannot. No, we cannot. This has been a lovely episode. You've been a phenomenal guest. Just having right. you is an honor. Yes. With your busy lifestyle that you have. <laughs> Always Don't on the go. Like I'm just saying, you. I, I follow you now. Like, you on the go all the time. You probably finna get ready to leave for a trip right now. Mm -hmm. but your spirit, your energy, everything is just amazing. You're a blessing thank to the you. show. Uh, thank you for being a part of tonight's yeah. festivities. Shout out to Kyle for his incredible hosting. Yeah, phenomenal. Job. Of course, Lady Tasha, we got to give credit to you, y'all. Don't forget, we need to see Tasha. the block. We got to get you on the block. We're gonna send you the link for you to jump. Oh on yeah, the block. Come on, that's my social media platform. You know, come on a block where people can come. You know, just get their business, their creativity, or whatever it is you do out there. You know, even if you don't want to just do nothing, you want to just come and look. Come on the block. It's free in all app stores. It's under Everything Entertainment Expo, the block, free and all app stores. Download it and come join us. Yep. Download it today in the app stores, Everything Entertainment Expo. Oh, I like that. Hashtag get blocked in. Get blocked in? That's the only time you want to hear that, you know? Right, right. Get blocked in. We would love to have you. Love to have you here and everything. And just... 
Everybody keep your eyes open. We have this lovely guest tonight here with us, and we have so many other things coming exciting this weekend, especially tomorrow. Give me announcements, girl. Go drop. Oh, gosh, tomorrow we got Jackie Love coming on and everything. And you might want to watch it because she's somebody who is very inspirational, and she's um, in the fashion industry. She teaches, um, you know, she teaches modeling. And she helps, um, you know, critique and get the mold in them. And she deals with autistic, you know, autistic and disability people too. The, on the runway, honey, on the runway, she is all that. It's my big sis. She will be here tomorrow on Who They Want Entertainment, breaking it down for us and everything. So, um, and then we got freaking Friday afterwards <laughs> for the grown folks. So, <laughs> and my friend Monet, she's gonna come on here with some of her things, showing us a couple of things. So, <laughs> and everything. So, but it's going to have be a hot show tomorrow. And, and this one was just phenomenal. This is another one in the books. Thank you so much. Thank you for the opportunity. I appreciate it. Thank you. And that concludes our show, ladies and gentlemen. You have now listened to another Who They Want show. They want. That shit means a lot, and now I be seeing why Fifty Cent and like another a, a lot of rappers be leaving their people and homies in the hood and shit like that. Cause on the grind side, on my first mixtape when I got back, cause I was making music with the group, but when I went to jail, I was I was doing it cause I was going to jail. Actually, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, I've been waiting like eight months. So when this trial come up, I'm just gonna cop out cause somebody who was with us told. So I'm like, fuck that, bro. I'm copping out. They even 50. They said, they said, plead to the gun. I'm good with that. So I took that little time. And then when I came back, it was like, shit, people was there, but that's, they wasn't. You get what I'm saying? So a lot of things happened with my people and my homies. Like I met people in jail that's been realer to me than anybody else. You get? Mm -hmm. And so we still rock to this day. So my whole thing was to make sure I leave by example on what I was talking about. Like mm -hmm. if I get out, bro, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. And when people see me now on my mama, they celebrate that shit. Like, damn, bro, you got a soul, you doing this, you doing that. I'm going on tour in September, you know? All that keep me motivated, the music, my, the achievements that I got. When, when I see my numbers going up, I'm damn. And I see that, I seen your numbers. I really, yeah, I don't really care for the, to the, for the, for the, um, for the fame, I just want, I want my shit to do good because I'm already, to me, I'm already getting my own money. So I don't, I don't really even care for what that is. I need it, but at the same time, I'm pulling up already. I'm driving a CL 550. Like, I don't worry about nothing. I'm getting to it. I got businesses. My people got businesses. My mama and my family, my mom lead by example. So she keep me motivated too. That's cool. She, she owned a lot of businesses. My mom used to smoke crack. So my hustle game really came from shoveling, taking out old ladies' garbage, mowing lawns, motherfucking raking leaves, all that. I ain't start smoking weed until I was 21. Wow. So why were you on the weed? Cause you know you came up here, you came up here lit. You came up here. Well, the first thing I seen it was smoke before I seen your face, and I'm like, Who's that? oh yeah, so, baby, I, I I keep that. That's my whole thing. Like I'm that's your whole thing. Me. Does it help you? Like, cause I know I'm kidding. Um, Montana, it, it helped me. Yeah, it helped me. It keep me calm. Yeah. music, I can make music at any time, but it keep me calm because 
I ain't gonna lie, I be feeling like I'm kind of crazy or something because I just be having visualized doing shit to people for nothing. <laughs> and then I'm the type of dude, you know, I show up to my shows and shit like that. I guess it ain't it, it ain't as interesting as me to me no more. You did like really? I've been doing this since 2012 on the serious side. So by me, I I I had a label offer me like Rockstar Energy Drink. 500k but it was a 360 deal so they almost had me though break it down what a 360 deal is for people who don't know what that is a 360 deal is a slave deal these people wanted me to give them all the rights to my music my publishing and this rockstar energy drink i don't give a fuck i'm gonna say their name they was on some bullshit <laughs> they didn't even want to try to renegotiate nothing i'm man look Damn, you trying to talk like you trying to boss me into it that. But they wanted me to get them all the copyrights, get them like ownership of my name, uh -huh. ownership of all the music I do. And then they didn't even specify the time limit of the, of the deal. You know what I'm saying? They like, I'm like, so within this three years, y'all want to say like what y'all trying to offer? Three years or two years? Because y'all talking about y'all get to get the rights to say what songs is approved. And if y'all don't like them, I gotta do them back again. Mm -hmm. And y'all wanted to put a, a life policy on me. They say I, they a $500,000 life policy. Oh, sounds and, like a setup to me. And <laughs> I, was, I never heard of that. Almost, look, they almost had me really because I'm really independent. Like I make my own business cards, I make my own flyers, I get outside in the streets and hit the corners with my own everything. So ain't nothing nobody can tell me about what they did for me. You did? Um uh, they but they almost had me. The offer was nice, like a hundred thousand, then when you come to Vegas, we're gonna give you two hundred thousand, then we want you to perform over here. You gotta be in the studio, you gotta do this, that the third. And then I asked them at the end, I said, okay, well then shit. Cause I was sitting down with my mom and I actually went and hired a lawyer for that situation. They put that in there too. Like, yeah, have a lawyer go over this, this, that, the third, then get back to us. So the lawyer, he was like, no, nah, cause they almost had me. This is how they almost had me. They had that $100,000 advance in there. And then they was like, we're going to give you another two when you come to Vegas for the party after you sign a the paper, they sent the W nine, I think it is for them for me to be a one of their actual employees. Mm -hmm. and so my mom, see, they had her. They like, oh, she said they sent you the W nine. We gonna do this, do that. So I was literally about to sign it, but because the lawyer was taking like a week to get back to me, I'm like, man, it shouldn't take this fucking long to go over this shit. So, but when he got back to me, like, nah. It's the only reason I didn't sign it. He said because they had me because they had put the option once the contract is over, I can give them the 500000 back and I can have all my stuff back. Mm. So that thought process, I'm like, shit, within the three, my shit going to blow all the way. I'm doing, I'm, let's get it. And then the lawyer hit me back. He like, no. I'm like, it literally was Sunday. I'm like, man, mama, listen, fuck that. We finna sign this shit. 
get that hundred thousand, do this, that, the third, and I'm like, because motherfuckers ain't never had a hundred thousand all that. Right. Point. So that was something big, right? Right. Yeah, I'm like, we done ran through it in the streets. Motherfuckers, my brothers and people them had little lawsuits from car accidents and shit like that. I'm like, but motherfuckers ain't had no hundred. Motherfuckers ain't had like forty, forty-eight, or something mm -hmm. like that. But y'all ain't had no hundred. So I was like, I could do a lot of shit with a hundred because I'm already business mind thinking. I was like, shit, I'm gonna give you that. I know my mom, she already started like four businesses in one on her own. She got an education center. She got a motherfucking nonprofit center. She got a moving company. Then she got a hair salon. She got a store. Yeah. So it's like, damn. I know we can do a lot of shit with that. Plus, they buying houses. My little brother owned a PCA company. My mom mm -hmm. bought her house. My little brother just bought like a fiveplex. So in my mind, I'm thinking what I can do with that. You know what I'm like, And then I'm like, I ain't getting no younger. At the end of the day, on my mama, I still think about it like, damn, I said, hit their ass back. Like, you know what? Because they wanted me, but I just was like, nah, they like, man, look, whoa, whoa, it's a three. I'm. So what was your lawyer's reason for telling you not to sign it, though? Did he ever break that down to he you? Said, oh, he broke it down to me. He said they put the option in there of having to do it, but that don't mean they have to do it. I'm like, what you mean? He said they said they can, you can, they, the option of you buying your shit back, but if they don't want to give it to you, they don't have to. And they put me wow. in clear right, right here. So I was like, damn, let me talk to them and see if it's going to be right. You know what I'm saying? Because my mom was like, well, then, look, we can renegotiate some other shit and this, that, the third. And I'm like, all right, bet. Well, let me hit them up and try to renegotiate the situation and still, like, pull something aboard. You know what I'm saying? No, they, like, we was under the impression that you was going to do the 360 bill, this, that, the third. You you had us um, call up this, that. I'm like, man, but look. Once I've hired the lawyer, the lawyer said no. So if the lawyer said no, it's evidently something fishy in there. Like I can read it. My mom's smart as hell. She can read it. But she when my when my mom said hire a motherfucking lawyer too, I'm like, yeah, well then fuck that. I'm gonna just hire the lawyer. Cause they, they got one of them sitting all up at the table eating dinner and dressing her. Yeah, I seen that. That that was crazy. Yeah, yeah. he was dressing her up and everything, had her sitting up at the table. People yeah. was coming over. He was inviting people. <laughs> there was a movie just like that. It was just a guy with a mannequin, and people took it. You know, they 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 went along with the delusion because I guess the yeah. I, guess, I guess the guy in the movie was you know he had some something mentally disturbed about him, and they just I don't know. But one day I'm gonna see the movie. But it's just like you know this is where this is where we are. You know this is where we are now. You know, so but. I don't know if I would act. I don't know if I would actually do it now. What What is the world coming to? Um, mm. We should have saw that. We should have saw this coming when certain thing when certain things started happening. You know. Agree. <laughs> well, this Freaky Friday has been an interesting show. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, it took a little turn. Monet, you know, she was still at Trident and everything. Bring yep. up the Trident Seafood Restaurant. They doing their thing over there. Oh, it was and seafood? The, oh, yes. The best seafood. They got it going on. Matter of fact, they, they got some stuff that will just blow your mind. They got like, oh, they make everything. Um, shrimp right. quesadillas. You know, unfortunately, i allergic to shellfish. Um. They got things besides, other things besides, um, shell, um, you know, seafood, too. That's just um, amazing. Like, mm -hmm. Monet herself, she makes this fabulous cornbread that I have not yet tasted, and they sell up there. It just melts in your mouth, oh, um, what I heard. But Trident Seafood, they mm -hmm. are located 
in Franklin Square, New York, or for um, I gotta get the address, but they are on the block, so you can find them on the block too. Mm-hmm. As far as early. Um, Monet, you can find her on the block too. Um, and she's on Facebook and Instagram. Um, Pleasures Principles by Monet. Um, so we're gonna schedule her definitely for a late night show. We definitely right. gonna do that so she can give right. us the late night show. Um, you know, her alter ego. <laughs> we gotta get her back up here and everything. So, but shutting it down. Are we getting shut down? Are we closing out? I don't know. You tell me. You always got to mean, huh? Yeah, tell. Or you got some more things you want to tell, Lady Tasha? I was just saying. I was enjoying the moment. I I mean, look steady. You get me nervous because you over there wiping your head too much. I don't want to. First of all, I already explained. It's hot here. It's hot here. I done seen you a couple times, so you know I don't want to. Don't you live in Florida? Yeah, it's up and everything, but yeah, I'm you know, fine. Don't worry about me. I can make it. You can make it. <laughs> you stay, are you staying hydrated besides just drinking alcohol? Right, you over there. You over there throwing them back too. Mm-hmm. 